Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash butthole. And if you love a Reddit story, don't forget to hit that subscribe button right now. Maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, this first story was a request over on Twitter and it now follows with an update as well. And before we do get into it, I just want to mention there's infertility issues mentioned within the post. So if you want to use the timestamps, please feel free to do so. That's what they're there for. Thank you. From a throwaway account titled, Am I the arsehole for calling out my kid's future stepmom for treating me like a surrogate? I, 29 female, dated a guy, Joe, 30 male for three months before he left me to go back to his ex, Kim, 30 female. Right after we broke up, I found out I was pregnant and now I'm at 24 weeks. I let him know and he was ecstatic. Turns out his girlfriend had fertility issues and would likely never be able to get pregnant naturally and he has always wanted to be a father. Getting back together was out of the question for both of us, so he's still with his girlfriend. Joe was only allowed at the initial appointment because of COVID-19 and we found out that I was having twins. According to Joe, when he told Kim she had a mental breakdown about her infertility and wanted to talk to me. I met them at their house and Kim stated that she wanted to be involved in my pregnancy because she would eventually be the children's stepmother. She started telling me that I needed to do a home birth, that I needed to do formula feed so they could have the babies for half of the week, that she wanted one boy and one girl and that she wanted the kid to call her mama since they would be calling me mummy. I shut her down and said I would make the best choices for my children and my body and left. Kim continued to be overbearing and texting me every day about my eating habits, exercise habits and bitching about how her job wouldn't let her take maternity leave. At the virtual genetics counselling appointment, she attended instead of Joe and took over the whole meeting trying to talk about her family history, which wasn't relevant. When it came to my time for my 20-week level 2 scan, they allowed me one guest and Joe suggested I take Kim instead of him, which I refused to do. Joe did end up coming and he found out the gender because I wanted to keep it a surprise for me and so we could throw a gender reveal party. I put a pregnancy announcement on my social media and then she put up an announcement saying they were expecting twins the non-traditional way and how blessed she was. I was irritated but I kept my mouth shut. Then she threw a gender reveal party and posted it on social media and I wasn't even invited. She also announced that she's having a baby shower. I commented on her post and told her to stop treating me like a surrogate, that the kids weren't hers and that Joe didn't have any claim or custody of the kids until they are born. I then called Joe and reiterated all of this and stated that I would not be seeing either of them until we went to family court and that my mother would be my birthing partner. He and Kim and some of her friends and family are saying I'm an arsehole and her mother even called and insisted I give her one of my babies like this is a parent trap. So, am I the arsehole? 
And before we go to the update, we're going to cover a couple of comments. One from Total M, who says, Not the arsehole. So Handmaid's Tale is a true story, huh? Who knew? She is totally out of order. Her fertility issues aren't your problem and aren't an excuse to try and take over your body. Also, splitting the kids like you're sharing a Twix is absolutely ridiculous. Clearly, she's more obsessed about getting her hands on a baby. She can call hers than she is about being a stepmother to your kids. Ddabs, who says, not the asshole. OP from one single mum to another. Move and then proceed with things. This sounds like an absolute nightmare. Move to the state where you want and then file for custody. Once they file first, you'll be forced to travel back and forth between states. That is not even saying you'll be able to stay in the state where you are if you don't file first. You absolutely need to do that first. You need to express a mental state when speaking to your lawyer. You need to be able to make sure that those children are not in danger with her laying claim to them. Just because he cheated on his wife and you had children is not her responsibility. She is acting irrational as hell. Stubborn Strudel says, how do you know that this wasn't the plan all along? For Joe to get someone pregnant so he and Kim could have kids. You are not the arsehole. Kim is borderline crazy and makes all of my mama's senses go insane. I'd want to be as far away from her as possible and I certainly would not want her helping raise my children. Les One More says, this is so unbelievable. Kim is not his wife or fiance. She's his girlfriend and has absolutely no rights in any way, shape or form. What did she tell people at the baby shower? That you were having the baby for her and Joe? That you were going to give the babies to them after birth? Like others have said, be aware, get a restraining order, do not allow her anywhere near you. It's too bad she had fertility issues, but you are not the answer to her prayers. What right does her mother have telling you to give Kim one of your babies? It sounds like insanity runs in the family. 10,000% not the arsehole. You haven't said what Joe's opinions is on this. Edit, since Kim and Joe are not married, she will not be the stepmother, just the baby's daddy's girlfriend. And one more from Morzeg, who says, I have an insensitive question, but I don't mean for it to be insensitive. It's sincere, not meant to be rude. If we assume someone in OP's position was not able to afford a family lawyer, hundreds of dollars per hour, would there be anything stopping her from getting an abortion as a way to stop this chaos in its tracks? If so, what would be the latest she could? I'm not saying at all that this is a feasible solution. No one should be pressured into an abortion they don't want, even if the pressure is from crazy exes and their partner's insane behavior. I'm just asking for practical reasons slash to know, not because it's advice I am giving. So the update says, I never considered that this could have happened on purpose. We use condoms because I do not react well to hormonal birth control and I had to wait to get a non-hormonal IUD because of other medical issues. The Thursday I posted this, I went to the police and they stated there was nothing they could do because a crime hadn't been committed. In my state, orders of protection are criminal or family, so I was able to get one against Joe. On Friday, I did get a lawyer and they let me know in my state there was nothing I could do as far as custody before the babies are born. So I'll be leaving my state soon to ensure this isn't my baby's home state and I can't be charged with anything. However, someone sent this post to Kim and she came to my job damaged my car and broke a bunch of office windows. I work with kids so she was arrested for not just criminal damage and trespassing but also child endangerment so that hopefully works in my favor. Also if Joe did it on purpose I don't think Kim knew because she was screaming at me about how I stole her life and, and everything I had was supposed to be hers. Second update. I have orders of protection against both Kim and Joe. 
I left the state anyway and Joe and Kim have started harassing me again because there's no legal jurisdiction when you leave the state. But I have enough evidence that I was able to press charges in my current state as well and will be pursuing a restraining order here. Now, I have no additional advice, probably what you've already received down in the comments, apart from document everything. And you're probably best out of there at the moment. And I'm glad you got orders of protection against both of them for her to be turning up your job and acting this way. She needs some help, doesn't she, really? And don't get me wrong, I'm not playing down what she's doing to you in this situation, but clearly she's going through some stuff as well. But let me know your thoughts on this story and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Useful Importance 664 titled, Am I the asshole for putting my neighbor's stroller outside in the rain on purpose and telling her to grow up? I know it sounds bad, but hear me out. We, me and my two roommates have a problem with our upstairs neighbor. We live on the second floor and they have the third floor. We share a hallway with stairs. She is a stay-at-home mum and has been living there with her family for over a year now. Husband and two kids, eight and one or two of age. During that time, she has always had the stroller on the bottom of the stairs and therefore blocking our way in and out. It leaves a 15 centimeter gap to squeeze through. I've twisted my knee on multiple occasions trying to get in or out. I have asked her many times if she could fold the stroller so we can all come and go without problems. She has always come up with an excuse not to do it. Being a mum is hard, etc. In the last few weeks, they put a scooter in the hall, which makes the space to squeeze through even smaller. Besides that, they make a lot of noise and leave food scraps in the hall. We are very easygoing and don't complain about that. There would be no use talking to her about it anyway. They, however, love to complain about my dog's hair on the stairs, even if it's just one hair. I always clean up after my dog and vacuum too. Last week, I hurt my knee again and I got fed up with trying to deal with them and decided to start putting it outside. After talking to some people, I decided to try and talk to my neighbor one more time. I asked her if she would be okay with putting it outside because she doesn't fold it and we can't pass and I injured myself again. She told me that's okay. That was two days ago. Yesterday I got home and it was in the hall again and I got angry and put it outside. It was raining and had been all day and would be all night. I knew it would be soaking wet and that it would make her angry. Now she came to my door, angry because her child had wet pants after using the stroller. I reminded her of our conversation two days ago and she told me that the agreement wouldn't hold up during rain. That is when I got angry and raised my voice and explained how rude they slash have been and that we never complain and only ask for one thing. She told me it's my fault that I can't do this. I responded by telling her to grow up and take responsibility for her actions and have her landlord contact me because I am done with her. I'm a very non-confrontational person and I feel bad for yelling at her, but I'm so done trying to be nice and not getting anywhere. Am I the arsehole? Edit, I want to thank everyone who came up with a suggestion and or advice. I really did not know what to do anymore or where to go for help, but there has been some really good advice in the comments. Well, surely she's blocking an exit and that's illegal anyway. So I'm definitely going to say not the arsehole, not the arsehole all the way through this. You know, you think someone have a bit of respect for others living in the same building. And if I was in that position of that mother, there's no way that I think putting like a buggy or stroller in front of a door, an exit of all things would be an okay thing to do. There's, there's just no way that would ever cross my mind. And although it could potentially get you in trouble, I guess damaging her property, I don't think you're the arsehole for doing so. I think it's, you know, consequences of her own actions. But 5th PLL says not the arsehole. First off, it sounds like she's blocking a fire exit. If that's the case, that's super illegal. 
Habitually leaving your crap in the hallway of a fire exit is a big no-no in a lot of places, depending on where you live and the laws there. Even if it's not the designated exit, it still might not be okay if it's thought to be the exit most people would use slash most obvious choice. Beyond that, communal areas are not storage space for the lazy and entitled. People essentially planting down a flag with their crap, stroller, scooter, whatever, is not going to work out well for anyone. She doesn't own that space and can't act like it. You are more than kind over a long period of time, multiple times. She either takes her crap back or gets it moved. She made a choice. If you had done nothing, this would have just gone on forever. So while it's a bummer it got wet, you were out of options. Blue Ripley says, this sounds like a real fire hazard. Contact your fire department and see if there are any ordinances that are relative to your situation. Ray says, not the asshole, but watch your back. Entitled people like your lazy neighbor can be very vindictive. Coconut and Potato says, not the asshole, but watch out. It could be seen as damaging someone's property if you don't have any proof that she agreed to leave the stroller outside. Good for you for standing up, but I would make sure you find a way to get the stroller out of the way without her having a way to blame you for any damages. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What would you do if you found yourself in that situation? Do you think what OP did was okay? Putting it out in the rain, knowing that, you know, it's going to be raining for a long time out there. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, Am I the asshole for backing out of attending my son's wedding because his brother isn't invited? I have two sons, Isaiah, apologies if I got that wrong, 22, and Daniel, 24. They had a great childhood together, save for typical sibling disagreements, but nothing out of the ordinary. They grew up in a big family with loving grandparents and aunts and uncles and cousins on both sides. However, as they entered their teenage years, they started resenting each other for outside reasons because there were no issues at home. Daniel was seeing a young lady when he was 20. It was his high school sweetheart, even after school, that he planned to get engaged to but never happened because Isaiah lied to her about Daniel stealing from her parents and she and her parents believed him. Turns out Isaiah was the one who stole jewelry from Daniel's ex-girlfriend's parents' house and pinned it to Daniel. As a result, her parents filed a police report on Daniel and Daniel suffered from the lie Isaiah told to get back at him for selling his bike that originally belonged to Daniel. They were both legally adults when this happened and were told to stay out of their conflict, but we couldn't help but get caught up in the middle. Eventually, the boys stopped seeing or talking to each other. Daniel lives in a rental apartment while Isaiah is still in college. Both boys are in contact with me and the family. Daniel is getting married this month. He sent me, his dad, and everyone else in the family an invitation except for Isaiah. I called Daniel to ask since I assumed he probably didn't send Isaiah an invitation, but I expected him to accompany me and my husband. 
he told me no. He intended to not invite his brother because he doesn't want him at the wedding. I felt heavy because Isaiah already apologized and seek forgiveness and gave Daniel time and space to reconcile. But Daniel kept ignoring him, saying he wanted nothing to do with him. I explained how I felt he was being too harsh on his brother and he told me not to pressure him about it and respect his decision. I didn't pressure him but informed him that since Isaiah isn't invited, then I'm not coming to the wedding. Daniel threw a fit about how I was trying to corner him into inviting Isaiah, but I replied that I wasn't. I wasn't trying to pressure him or trying to change his mind. I was just letting him know. He lashed out calling me unbelievable for making his wedding about Isaiah and not respecting his wishes. He added that I was selfish for putting Isaiah's feelings over his and on his wedding no less. We argued, then he hung up after telling me if I don't attend, then he'll never speak to me again. We haven't talked since then. My husband agrees that Daniel is the one complicating things and not being graceful towards his brother who wants to share his happy day with him. So, Isaiah, apologies again if I'm getting that name absolutely wrong, stole from someone, actually committed a crime against someone and then blamed it on his brother. And then he cut him off and you're still like trying to take his side and say, oh, he seek forgiveness. Why does he deserve forgiveness? He could have potentially done some real damage in that. And he just doesn't want his brother coming to his wedding for that. And that's his boundaries. And I think they should be respected. So yes, that would make you the asshole. But Painted Lady 5519 says, so one son tried to ruin the other's life with multiple lies and you're pissed he wasn't invited to a wedding. You're the asshole. To which HDMX 539 replies that saying, OP this. It's as simple as it gets. You and your husband should stay out of that relationship. Just know this, OP. You are jeopardizing any chance of a relationship you could have with grandchildren if Daniel ends up having children. He won't forget that you sided with his brother who tried to ruin his life, but you insisted on having a relationship that Daniel simply could not do. You're the asshole, OP. Pogue says you're the asshole. Isaiah is not owned and does not deserve Daniel's forgiveness. Neither do you for continue trying to pretend like, like what Daniel did was excusable. If you don't go to that wedding, you will never know your grandkids. I dearly hope the family Daniel is marrying into are good people because you are not. And pretend mine 5909 says, oh yeah, you're an asshole in this. Your husband is an asshole too in this also. Mostly because you're siding with a brother who quite literally committed a crime and used Danny as a scapegoat. I'd cut ties with him as well. So yes, you're a nice big old asshole and you probably ruined your relationship with your son. At least you have a criminal in your corner. Congrats. My squishy fishy says you're the asshole as I split up a happy couple who might have been together forever with a crime and a lie. To me, no apology would ever be enough. I'd be telling him he's reaping what he sowed four years ago. Daniel doesn't deserve your censure for resenting the brother who did that to him. And one more from Miss Ellery who says you're the arsehole and quote, there were no issues at home and then says is a lie. These sort of feuds between siblings are long brewing and don't pop up out of nowhere. Isaiah committed theft and tried to pin the blame on Daniel and you're still taking Isaiah's side. Sure sounds like you favor one child over the other. If you love Daniel, go to his wedding without Isaiah except that you will likely never have your son in the same room ever again and that you can't force that. Otherwise, you'll be losing any sort of relationship with Daniel. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. This story is from I Love Soju 29. Am I the arsehole for calling my dad's girlfriend his mistress? My mum died of a brain aneurysm two years ago. She was 39 at the time. 
she and dad ben 42 male were no longer together before she died because dad had an affair with his work colleague amanda 37 female they were getting a divorce but mum died before it was finalized I was 18 when mum died and to be honest, I resented my dad because of the heartache he caused my mother and I blamed him for her death. After mum's funeral, I refused to talk to him until he recently contacted me and we started to reconnect. He and Amanda are still together and I have started to accept their relationship because I saw how happy my father is with her. Last month, dad informed me that he and Amanda had gotten engaged and he wanted to let me know first before he shares the news to everyone. I told him I am happy for them. Last week, they had an engagement party where they invited some of our relatives and friends. During the toast, dad said something like, I just can't wait to marry the perfect woman. I thank God for giving me the love of my life after all those years that I wasted with someone else. I walked out of the room after hearing what my father said. He basically considered his marriage to my late mother a waste of his time. It broke my heart and I wanted to leave right away, but dad's friend, my godfather and Amanda followed me. Amanda said that dad wants me to give a message, but I told her I can't do that and I need to go as I feel sick. My godfather tried to convince me to stay and say a few words. I got tired of holding my anger in and I just said, I have no good words to say about my cheating father and his mistress. I need to go. Amanda got angry with me and called me an asshole and I need to get over the past. I didn't say anything and just left them behind. I was with my boyfriend who picked me up when dad called and he was very furious with me. Apparently what I said made Amanda cry and he's now demanding an apology. He also accused me of ruining his engagement party. I told him I could have made a scene but I didn't and there is no way I am apologizing for stating facts. Am I the asshole? Did I overreact and ruin their party? My boyfriend said he understands how I feel, but my grandparents, dad's side, are disappointed with me for overreacting and calling Amanda a mistress. Oh, I just don't... What goes through that guy's mind to say something like that with... And not even consider his child's feelings when he was saying that. Not even think about it and still be angry after the fact. I'd be embarrassed. In some ways, it, it sounded like an attack on, on the mum. And that, may sound, that might sound a bit harsh of me to say so, but it certainly felt that way to me when reading it. There was, there was no need to say something like that. If I was in that room, I would have been hugely embarrassed about it. And OP did nothing wrong in this situation. They, in fact, they let, the, they let dad off easily in this, that they got up and walked out and just wanted to be out of there, which was the mature thing to do in some ways. OP could have easily got up and said something right there and then, said what they said in front of everyone, but they didn't. They got up and tried to get out of there. And then they asking OP to apologize is absolutely ridiculous. Not the asshole to me. But Raven says not the asshole. What he said was disgusting. Weird Biscuit says your father stood up and announced to a room full of people that his first marriage, and by extension you, a product of that marriage, was a waste of time. Where is his apology of you? Not the arsehole. Unit Healthy says, Dad, I wouldn't have done that and was prepared to give a nice speech. Until I heard you say you wasted your life with mum, which means having me was a waste too. That's your truth and you own it now. You did cheat and she was your mistress. I was truthful too. Rinse and repeat for grandma and grandpa. Not the asshole. Raise underwater says, He said out loud that he wasted his life with your dead mother and that he cheated on. Oh my goodness. Somebody owes somebody an apology and it's not OP. Not the asshole. 
distinct confusion says not the arsehole you try to leave when your dad made this tactless speech and people tried to stop you and force you to play happy families i'm sorry for your loss and i hope you have more insightful family members who can support you consistent leopard 71 says not the arsehole your cheating father referred to his marriage of which you are a product as a waste of his time you reacted better than i would have than i would have Seth Throwaway says, not the arsehole. Your dad speaking ill of the dead while their daughter was attending makes him a huge arsehole. Maybe you said some things you shouldn't have said in anger, but otherwise you would have been completely respectful of their relationship and in no way ruined their party. And one more from Lynn Harris who says, not the arsehole. He owes you a huge apology for including that comment about your mum. So much for him moving on apparently. That was just a dig at you and I understand why you would have felt so hurt. You tried to leave quietly and others kept pushing you to stay and say a few things. I think you should have said something. Thanks for that, dad. Apparently, I must have been a waste too. That's how I would feel if I heard those words. I think going back to no contact would be a good thing. We're not required to set ourselves on fire to keep other people warm. Your dad is a narcissistic pig and truth be told, she is his mistress. He cheated on your mum. The other woman is a mistress. That doesn't stop just because of a death or divorce or even an engagement. I wish them many years of wedded misery. Once a cheater always a cheater now let me know what you guys make of this story and today's collection of stories as always i love to hear them down in the comments below if you have a moment of your time would you please consider hitting that like button as well as it really helps out the channel and subscribing if you ain't subscribed just yet thank you so much for your love support and time and i will see you in the next one take care guys much love Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.